Now, in many cases, the surviving spouse gets the job, but if you don't have a surviving spouse and no other close family member that is willing or able to do the job, the court will name a public trustee and distribute your assets according to state law. While all of this is going on, no one can touch your assets or carry out any of your directives. They're frozen until the court system combs through every detail of your estate, applies state laws, pays off debts, and makes decisions about how to allocate your assets. Are you ready to turbocharge your financial IQ? Hey friends, my name is Murray Miller and I want to welcome you and your family to the Family Business Podcast where every episode is designed to keep you focused and on track to live a life free of financial stress, worry and fear. Would you like to know the exact powerful money strategies that not only our immediate family has implemented, but also our extended family of thousands and thousands of people around the world? Well, then let's get on with it and let's begin building a financial wall around your family. Hey, welcome back. I am so excited to be back today. And first of all, I want to thank everyone for all of the comments and questions that you had about the last episode on ChatGPT and the previous episodes. I sometimes I forget to just say thank you for, you know, participating and sending me messages and texting me and commenting. It's it's all good. I love it. I love all the interaction. This is a great community that we've, we're building here, and I want to continue that. And with that, I love when you pass on this information to other people. That really does help the channel. It helps the, the, the podcast when you are sharing this information with other people. So please continue to do that, and thank you for having the confidence in me to share my information with other people so that everyone can learn and we can all learn together. And hopefully, we're all doing our part in building that financial wall around ourselves and our families. And speaking of that, I think you're really going to love today's topic because I'm going to talk about something that I haven't talked about before in all the time that I've been doing these episodes. It's a subject that not a lot of people know enough about, and it is estate planning. Now, what is estate planning? Estate planning is an important strategy for arranging your financial affairs and protecting your family. And what I'm going to do today is I'm going to give you at least five reasons why everyone needs to have a solid estate plan. Estate planning is important for everyone. It doesn't matter really what age you are or your amount of wealth. It really is something that is set up to help you avoid taxes and legal tie-ups and ensure that the funds that you have are passed on or, as we say, bequeathed in the legal terms as you wish. And it appoints the right people to take care of your kids if you have kids or even you if you're incapacitated. So with that being said, let's just first and foremost address the 800-pound gorilla in the room. And that is when you hear the word estate. You might think of mansions, huge stock portfolios, art, antiques, and other pricey possessions like cars and yachts and fine jewelry, the things that high net worth individuals, especially elderly ones, own and leave behind after they die. But estate planning isn't just for the ultra wealthy or for the very old. Everyone, regardless of your financial status or age, can benefit from having an estate plan, assuming that you have assets that you want to leave to people after you're gone. So 
What is estate planning? Your estate is essentially everything you own, including your home, any other property you own, your car, your bank accounts, your investments, your life insurance, your furniture, any personal possessions that you have. And an estate plan gives you a say in how those things are given to other people or organizations that you care about. It arranges your affairs and leaves a written record of your wishes and intentions. So it indicates how you want your property, your belongings, your cash, and all of your other financial assets are distributed. So if you don't make these decisions and designations while you're alive and able, state law and probate courts will make them for you after you're gone. And the results might not reflect your desires or suit your family's needs. So here are the five major reasons why estate planning is important and how it benefits you and your survivors. First of all, estate planning goes beyond a will. I know that many people think that a will and an estate plan is the same thing, and they're not. So both wills and estate plans provide instructions on how your goods and assets should be handed on after your death, but estate planning encompasses much more. So it also includes durable powers of attorney to appoint individuals to make medical and or financial decisions on your behalf if you're unable to provide instructions yourself. It gives medical directives to outline the kinds of medical treatment you want or don't want if you become incapacitated. It provides beneficiary designations to explain who should receive money from life insurance policies or annuities or retirement accounts or any other financial accounts that you've set up and one or more trusts to facilitate passing property to heirs and potentially providing tax benefits, and that's huge, for both you and your beneficiaries. So the second reason that estate planning is important is because it saves a lot of time and money. When you die without a will, this means that you have died in what they call intestate. And the laws of the state where you live and own property determines what happens to your assets and who gives them away. Huh. I don't know about you, but I don't want anyone else deciding for me, especially a probate court, which will name a representative to distribute your assets for you. Now, in many cases, the surviving spouse gets the job, but if you don't have a surviving spouse and no other close family member that is willing or able to do the job, the court will name a public trustee and distribute your assets according to state law. While all of this is going on, no one can touch your assets or carry out any of your directives. They're frozen until the court system combs through every detail of your estate, applies state laws, pays off debts, and makes decisions about how to allocate your assets. The probate process involves a lot of paperwork, court appearances by lawyers, and the estate pays the fees for this. So this is coming out of your money. It can take time, it can be extremely time consuming, it can take months and even years, especially if you happen to live in a big city or maybe an affluent county. So given the legal bills, it can come up being quite costly for surviving family members and you can significantly reduce the time and expense of dying intestate by estate planning, specifically by creating a will that names an executor of your estate, making sure all of your investment accounts, your IRAs, your 401ks, your brokerage accounts, etc., have correct living beneficiaries. And ultimately what these designations do is they render any bequests in a will unnecessary. 
Another big thing is estate planning avoids big taxes. And one reason estate planning is often associated with the super rich is because of estate taxes. Admittedly, federal estate taxes typically don't impact a lot of people, just the ultra wealthy. That's because the estate tax exemption is just shy of $13 million per person, $12.92 million in 2023, or $25 million, almost $26 million for a married couple. And I know that not a lot of people have assets that add up to that. So only people with assets that are valued above that pay federal estate taxes. However, state estate taxes and inheritance taxes can be another matter. Estate taxes are assessed on and paid by a deceased person's estate. Inheritance taxes are assessed on and paid by the deceased heirs and beneficiaries. And in some cases, the estate can arrange to pay the inheritance taxes on their behalf. But as of 2023, 11 states and the District of Columbia impose an estate tax, and six states impose an inheritance tax. And the thresholds for these can be much lower for those federal taxes. For example, Massachusetts, where I live, and Oregon, for example, tax estates valued at more than a million dollars. So obviously, depending on the state you live in, there's going to be some different rules. And I'm going to try to leave some links in the show notes so that you can look up the state where you are and find out exactly what your estate tax liabilities are and if there's an inheritance tax in your state. Also, the current federal estate tax exemption is slated to drop drastically in 2026 to $5.49 million per person, adjusted for inflation. So if you have a family business to bequeath, a six-figure life insurance policy, or property that's likely to appreciate, your taxable estate could more easily reach that figure. So here's kind of the whole deal right here, guys. There are ways to ensure your property passes on to your heirs without state or federal government taking a big slice of it first. You can set up trusts, make irrevocable gifts, or establish joint accounts. All of these will effectively remove assets from your estate, but you need an estate plan to execute these moves. Guys, I am not a lawyer. I'm not giving you legal advice. I'm just telling you, as always, from my own experience, what I've done, what I've seen my clients do, I have an estate plan in place currently that I just updated for these exact purposes, and that's why I wanted to podcast about it. So let's talk about people with children because estate planning protects children uh, in a way that I think is going to be very important to most of you with kids. If you die without a surviving spouse to take care of your kids and God forbid there's an accident or something like that because you're both healthy and these things happen as we know, your children and any other dependents, we don't know who's going to get custody of them. Without an estate plan, the probate court will appoint a legal guardian or conservator for them typically a family member, such as a grandparent, or you know, maybe they'll just be appointed as a guardian temporarily, or alternatively, a third party, such as a family friend who can petition the court to become appointed as the guardian. But if there's a minor child and no surviving family members, and a third party doesn't step forward, the child could become a ward of the state and enter into the foster care system, which I don't think anybody wants. Bottom line is, if you want a say in deciding who will care for your child in the event of your death, you need to identify that person in your will. And I think it's also a good idea to name an alternate guardian just in case something happens to your first choice. And I think it's important for you to realize that you're not just dealing with things after your death. It also takes care of you.
So estate planning doesn't just come in handy once you're dead. It can also include um, other documents like a durable power of attorney and a healthcare proxy. I have both of these documents. They're two very important legal documents that ensure your wishes will be carried out if you're temporarily or permanently incapable of making those decisions yourself. A durable power of attorney appoints a trusted relative or a friend to manage your legal and financial affairs if you don't manage them independently. A healthcare proxy gives someone else permission to make healthcare decisions for you if you can't communicate them yourself. And without these directives, known as a living will, it could get complicated determining who among your loved ones is in charge and legally allowed to take action. In a worst case scenario, someone the court appoints or a hospital staffer who's maybe unfamiliar with your wishes in all likelihood may wind up making those decisions for you. So the bottom line is that estate planning isn't only for rich people and it doesn't have to be an overly complicated, expensive process. An experienced estate planning attorney, also known as a trust or an estate attorney, they can work with you to create an estate plan customized for your needs, financial affairs, and your family situation. It doesn't have to cost a fortune. Not cheap, but it doesn't have to cost a fortune. What am I talking here? Probably in today's dollars, you're going to spend probably someone, somewhere from 1000 to 1500 maybe as much as 3000 or 3500 if you have a more elaborate plan. Um, if you have a business involved, there could be some other things that you have to do. But... For all practical purposes, this is money well spent because you know that your wishes are going to get carried out. You don't have to have a huge estate in order for this to be an important document in your life. The sooner you get started, the better. But remember that an estate plan is only effective if you keep it current. That's why I just went through a review and made some changes to mine. Review your plan regularly and after a major life change, like for example a marriage or a divorce or a death in the family, you have to keep your eye on some of the changes that needs to be made based on the current tax laws and any other financial legislation that's going through at that time. It does change on an annual basis. That's what your estate planning attorney is supposed to do for you. Make sure you're up to date. I think that's going to be it for today's episode. I mean, I wanted to make sure that you guys were aware of some of the planning tools that are at our disposal that are available to us. Like I said, I'll leave some links in the show notes to help you guys out. And I always appreciate any comments direct messages on what your plans are, what you've experienced, uh, what questions that you have re regarding this. Um, you know, do you have an estate plan? Did I motivate you to go out and get yourself started with one? Because there's no time like today to get things done. As always, love hearing your comments. I look forward to the next one and I will talk to you guys soon. Take care, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Family Business Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about how you can join our growing family and begin implementing the success principles to building a financial wall around your family, you can go to thefamilybusiness.info forward slash call and you can schedule a call with us because we have saved a spot at the table for you. If you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your family and the people that you care about. And we would love it if you would take a second to give us a five-star review to help future family members just like you find us. I leave you with this. In life, you don't get what you deserve. You get what you believe, plan, and expect. Let's do this.